This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. You can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I believe you can see it on Google Podcasts and even Amazon Music. Yep. Um, please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting, or ideas for future shows. But for a lot of people, debt is just a part of life. Now, whether it's common things like home mortgages, college loans, or auto loans, debt may be a necessary part of providing yourself and your family with some of the things you need. But if you arrive at a point where you feel like debt is controlling your life or like every penny that goes into your pocket almost immediately goes right back out and into someone else's pocket, it may be time to consider ways to get your debt under control. And if you're edging closer to retirement, getting your debt down to a manageable level is perhaps all the more important. In some cases, significant debt may force you to delay your retirement. In some other cases, a larger amount of debt may mean you have to scale back on things like travel and hobbies during retirement. But so today's show, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, debt as it relates to your financial strategy and your retirement. But before we begin today's show, I want to introduce my always and ever present co-host who's so good at so many things like if people would give him the chance, he could probably solve the U.S. debt crisis in an <laughs> afternoon. Tony, sure. How the heck are you? Uh, wow. The U.S. I think I'll ta- try to tackle my own first and then move on to the uh, Clean US. your room. You're going to clean your room. The U.S. debt crisis. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's going to take uh, some uh, better minds than mine to figure that out. I believe it was Ario Speedwagon who said, it's going to take a little time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Qu- quoting Kevin Cronin there from <laughs> Ario Speedwagon. Who knew? Uh, that's a good one. That's a fun little bit of trivia for the kids. Uh, uh, hopefully some of our listeners out there are familiar with Ario. Uh, I would hope so. Hey, they're a great live band. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. Never seen them live. Really fun. And one of the greatest 80s slow dance bands in history. There you go. They had some good ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, this is going to be a good conversation. And uh, you know what? Uh, it's good. We're doing a fresh show this week. And, uh, you know, I was out for the holidays and then uh, had the flu. So uh, it's been a while, but this is a good one for 2023. As we uh, get into the year here, I can't believe how fast it's going. So fast already. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. So now when we talk about, uh, you know, tackling debt, uh, everybody, no matter how much or how little you have, has dealt with debt or will have to deal with different types of debt. So I think this is going to be a good one. 
a debt reduction is a goal that so many people have. So hopefully our listeners will find this very informative. I know you have a lot for us today. Yeah, there's a lot of people, uh, you know, there's some famous talking heads on the TV, on the radio stations, in the podcasting world who, you know, debt is the number one thing to get rid of. Um, And there's a lot of people who are very proud to live debt free. And I am all for that uh, when you can or when you can't earn better money otherwise. Uh, So we're going to talk about some of those things. Debt is not a truly evil word. You can use debt to your advantage sometimes. But let's... uh, what I want to start with is a U.S. News and World Report article. It was 16 things to do when you're deep in debt. And that really becomes the big problem here. Yeah. Some debt is not deadly. But when you're deep in debt, this article, it does present some information, some ideas I do find pretty interesting. I think hopefully the listeners will as well. Article first explores what it means to be significantly in debt. And it points to info from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York Center for microeconomic data. It's a very specific office. Uh, it indicates total household debt went up by $266 billion oh. in 2022's first quarter. So just, you know, a little bit there, right? A lot of bit, really. And so that means America's collective debt load is currently about $15.84 trillion. And that's individuals added together. That's not our government. That's... Oh. Yeah. That's oh, Americans. The, no, the government does like 15 trillion a day, don't yeah, they? Yeah. They're, it's, no, it's nutty, though. Uh, yeah. And it also adds that credit card balances were also $71 billion larger than just a year earlier. Ouch. Yep. Well, those are eye opening stats, obviously, Matt. What does the article say about when debt uh, comes to individual Americans? What does it say about that? So it, it explains that some financial service professionals recommend never allowing your debt to income ratio to hit 30%. So let's put this another way. If you're earning $100,000 annually, you may want to structure your finances so that no more than 30,000 is used to pay off debt. If it's 50,000, you want it to be 15, right? It's going to be half of that. You don't want it to go over that 30% mark. Now the article does add that some professionals think a debt to income ratio of 35% is still workable. Now it is, but Another rule of thumb is that if 50% of your earnings are going towards debt, you need to come up with a strategy to change course. Now, of course, the lower you can keep that and st- and keep it manageable, the better. Uh, you know, you don't want to be paying other people money for money that you may have or could right. have done a better job with. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think for a lot of people out there, a big amount of debt is extremely stressful. It adds a lot of stress in your life. And mm-hmm. especially if you're retired on a fixed income or close to it. Thankfully, there are folks like you, financial services professionals out there who are positioned to help people develop financial strategies that can address debt head on, correct? Yes, yes, that's that's certainly true. I can't say that every financial pro is going to do that. Some people are just going to sell you some things. Some people are going to manage your money, Um, but they should be looking at all these parts of your financial life. They should be looking at a comprehensive picture, Uh, something like we all hear the term holistic. Put that to the test. See if they will help you with debt reduction strategies. Uh, if they if they don't do that, they aren't the holistic professional they say they are. Um, but let's highlight some of the debt tackling steps they are presents before you know we beat up too many people about how they may or may not do things. Um, its first step urges you to simply make a full and thoughtful analysis of your situation. So make sure you give yourself a full picture of how much you owe and who you owe it to. This step is especially important 
uh, if your household has multiple spenders. And once you have this fuller picture of your debt situation, you may want to consider sitting down with your family to discuss a thorough monthly budget. Admittedly, it's a very simple step, but some people fail to recognize just how important a budget can be. You know, with a budget, you can see how much money's coming in and how much is going out. From there, you work with your financial pro to identify ways to cut back on spending with the goal of using that money to pay off more debt. Well, you're right. I've been guilty of trying to do a budget in my head because, hey, I don't want to take time to write one out or mm. uh, sit in front of the computer. But every time I've tried to do it that way, I end up overlooking things. That's not the way to go. So you definitely want to, I know people don't like the B word budgets, but my wife and I, since we started doing a monthly get sitting down once a month and looking at everything and actually coming up with a spending plan and writing, it's so much better. It's like a burden lift. Yeah. And, you know, again, we tackle this in the planning process. We're looking at these things at the very least every year. And, you know, you might find some discrepancies that way, but we put the people through this process of doing it first in the beginning because they're going to get that plan done. They have to get that budget together. They're going to find out what they are spending, how much they're saving and where their debt load looks. A lot of people just aren't aware of it. And I think part of that reason is because, like you said before, that creates a significant stress in a lot of people's lives. So talking about it is way better than having it on paper in front of you. But the chances of you doing something about it once it's on paper in front of you are a lot greater than when you're just sitting around talking about it. So I would suggest sitting down, writing it down and getting a clear picture. Now, if you have significant debt, the article explains that bankruptcy may be an option. You hope that it's going to be a last chance scenario. Uh, But in 2021, according to the article, more than 400,000 Americans chose bankruptcy. The process may significantly damage your credit score. Oh, I'd go beyond saying may. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And and it's, you know, know, the article says you may find it challenging to get good offers from credit card companies and lenders. You will find it challenging to get good (laughs) offers from credit card companies and lenders. And it may be a way to hit the financial restart button. That one I'll stay with may. Um, However, Be aware the bankruptcy process is one that will likely require the services of a bankruptcy attorney. And if you thought just debt brought you stress, this process may bring you a little bit more stress than just the debt itself. Yeah, it's a last worst case, last Mm -hmm. resort scenario, isn't it? I mean, that's just that's not good. And when you're talking about getting to that point, there are also credit counseling services out there, correct? Uh, Great question. For some folks, credit counseling may be a solid option. For example, a counseling agency may be able to negotiate reduced interest rates on your credit cards. Uh, The article also provides the following bit of advice I think is very important. If you're considering this option, work with a nonprofit credit counseling agency that's affiliated with the, and write this down if you need to, National Foundation for Credit Counseling or the Financial Counseling Association of America. U.S. Department of Justice has a list of approved credit counseling services, and there's a reason for that. There are some serious scammers in the space that will charge you money or do these other things and get you out of that. The Department of Justice is involved in this because there are some people wow. who, who will take advantage of you in that. Oh, so those sure. two that we talked about, uh, in my opinion, working with a credit counseling agency and a financial services pro may go a long way in helping you tackle your debt. And believe me, there is a financial services pro out there that will help you. You may think you have no money and nothing but debt, but at the very least, there are people that can help you with those with the strategies to get you out of debt. 
at the very best option, maybe you don't have enough money to qualify for some really great financial pros, but usually the really good ones, and I think personally, the like personally good people, they're going to take on a couple of those cases every quarter or every year where they're going to help people that may not otherwise qualify for or you know be able to pay for their services, but they'll do it because they're good people. So let's take a minute here. I think that's uh, great advice and good to know, but let our listeners know if they have questions about all this, how they can contact you. Oh, sure. You can give us a call, 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Sounds great. And, you know, we're talking today about some of these things that people can do to tackle that debt load. What do you have for us next? Okay, next thing, uh, we keep talking about this article from U.S. News and World Report. Um, The first thing I want to talk about this section here, prioritizing which debt you should pay first. If you can't pay off your debt on a monthly basis, which is a pretty decent way to do it. If you pay it off on a monthly basis, it's not really debt so much as it is like a spending account, right? So um, you're basically paying your stuff, you're using the debt as an instrument to pay it ahead of time, and then you're paying it back at the end of the month, and you can do that to get benefits in a way. But if you're not paying it off on a monthly basis, now you're accruing debt and it's getting bigger and bigger. Um, And then in this case, it might be a wise move to prioritize on debt that's causing you the most financial pain. An article suggests focusing on paying things like your house and car first, then essentials like utilities, debts that can't be discharged, like student loans, unpaid federal taxes, those kind of things. And then after that, you shift to the unsecured debts like credit cards. Well, there you go. I I think that's a great strategy. I've heard that one mentioned before, and uh, I know that it's been successful for a lot of people. Uh, You know, and you have have to have a roof over your head. And if you don't have a Mm -hmm. set of wheels, you might not be able to get to work. So obviously you have to prioritize uh, your debt situation is going to get worse if you don't have a steady paycheck. Yes. Um, you wanna, um, and on that last piece, I was talking about the credit cards. Next recommendation, reach out to your credit card companies, discuss your accounts. During the first segment, we, we talked about working with a credit counseling agency to negotiate lower credit card interest rates. But in reality, you might be able to do some of that heavy lifting on your own. You know, do your homework, call the credit card companies. It might pay off. Uh, some companies provide temporary hardship programs that'll lower your interest rates in the short term, thereby it dedicates more of your monthly payment to your principal. And the article does offer a warning, though, too, you should be aware of. If you call your credit card companies to discuss your difficulties paying off what you owe, your credit limit may be reduced. So that's mm. one thing you need to be aware of in case you need that credit card maybe to feed your family next month. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good information. I mean, I knew calling your credit card companies could help you get some relief, but I didn't know there would be a bit of a downside as well. Yeah. And, you know, hey, it's great when you can call them and get your credit in, you know, credit re- increased and your rate reduced. But that generally doesn't happen when you're suffering under a pile of debt. You know, the help, the people that need the most help rarely get it. Yeah. So um, next part of the article, uh, paying off higher interest rate debt first. You know, some of the strategies we addressed earlier in the show aren't right, maybe for everyone, right? So for your personal situation, this may be one step to consider. The article refers to this as the avalanche method. It's pretty straightforward. Let's say you have four credit cards. All of them have significant revolving debt. So with the avalanche technique, you take three of those cards and you focus on paying the minimum every month. But with the fourth card and, you know, the one with the largest rate, 
you'd focus on paying as much as you can every month with the goal of paying it off entirely as soon as possible. Yeah. You know, just make sure you don't pay so much toward that card that it makes it difficult to pay your other monthly bills and to buy food and gas. Like we were talking about before, if you need some of that other money to feed your family, feeding your families may be more important. It's not maybe at least in my situation, not maybe right. It's always going to be more important to me to feed my family than to worry about that debt next month. You want to keep an eye on it, of course. Um, and, but once that fourth card's paid off, you take that money and you focus it on the credit card with the next highest interest rate. From there, you can repeat this technique until all those four credit cards are paid off. It takes some self-control, but it's entirely possible. Yeah, there you go. That's the key, right? That's the mm -hmm. one thing uh, that a lot of us lack in certain areas, self-control. And that's, you know, whether it's spending or eating, that's the key is to change those behaviors. And so uh, it's important, but also, as you've stressed throughout the show today, it's important to be aware uh, and really dig into your budget each month and set a budget. And that way you'll be able to keep control of your debt and not let it get out of hand to know where you're at is half the battle, right? Yeah. Having the self-control from the beginning generally takes care of this problem. Right? Like, exactly. Think of the friends you had in college when you got your first credit cards. Now, luckily, credit cards aren't as predatory as they used to be. There's not a booth every 10 feet in the quad at colleges anymore, just handing credit cards out to kids and just burying them in debt. But still, there was almost everybody I know got their first credit card in college when it was way easier to do so. You even got a T-shirt usually, you know. <laughs> and uh, yep. But then there were the people that were responsible with them. And that credit card basically went into their wallet and was really only used in an absolute emergency. Maybe they just got a flat tire and they didn't have the cash, but then they paid it off. But then I had, I had friends who had that credit card and they maxed that one out. Then they got another one and they maxed that one out. They got another one. They maxed that one out. And they were in almost untenable debt. Never mind student loans. Their revolving debt on their credit cards when they graduated college was enough to send them back home and just behind the eight ball. So um, it the the self-control, you put your emergency fund together, you put your savings plan together, you put your budget together, you may never get into this issue. Now, we did just, I don't wanna go too far on that. Self-control is important. Immediately after we talked about this last one, the avalanche technique, uh, the article does pull a little switcheroo by praising the virtues of paying off your smaller debt first. And I have to admit, this one was, Kind of, you know, little chuckle inducing, it went, but it does have right. some possible benefits. You know, the avalanche technique makes sense in terms of pure math. And that's maybe easier for math nerds or, you know, very logical people. The reality is it can see it can take some time to see any results. So therefore, some financial professionals suggest first attacking the credit card with the smallest balance while still remembering to pay the minimum on your other cards. Is once you've paid off the card with a small balance, you then prioritize the card with the next balance. And this one works well for some people because you get that reward for that discipline and hard work you're putting in immediately. And if you're one of those people that needs early gratification, this technique may be a better option for you. Right. It's all psychological. Some people, it'll, it'll make them stick with it longer if they're able to succeed. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So, yeah, a little bit longer on credit cards. Next article. Uh, I'm sorry, not next article, but the article next suggests that transferring your credit card balance may be a way to get out of debt a little quicker. You know, 
as a night in front of the TV is going to tell you a lot of credit card companies offer 0% interest on balance transfers for a window of typically 12 to 18 months. And they do that in effort to recruit new customers. And some people may be able to use this to their advantage. For example, you can put $5,000 onto a card that doesn't charge during that window I mentioned a moment ago and, and then get it paid off before the window closes. But there are some wrinkles, keep note of, you often only qualify for a credit card with 0% interest on balance transfers if you have outstanding credit. And additionally, you need to be aware of a potential balance transfer fee that's sometimes three to 5% of your balance. This is a technique my wife and I used very early on um, because there, you know, she was going to school. I was working as a, as a waiter while, you know, while she was finishing up school. And so we sometimes had more debt than we had planned on. And she, but she was so vigilant. She would find the next 0% card. This is before some of those transfer fees existed. And we would just move it to that next card and just pay zero interest and keep paying it down. But she, we were very dedicated and committed to making that pay down. So we never got overburdened with that debt. Um, and finally, if you make several purchases on your former card and don't pay down the debt that you've transferred to the new card, it's possible you may end up nearly doubling your debt. So again, this is self-control. This is committing to that process. If you're considering transferring a credit card balance, I strongly recommending, uh, recommend discussing the pros and cons with your financial services pro. Well, and for sure, I, I'm just thinking about how that works and you really want to make sure that you don't get yourself into trouble. Uh, mm -hmm. You want to look at the fine print on those balance transfers. That's for yeah, sure. If you're going to try that. All that stuff should be spelled out in the contract when you apply for those credit cards. It'll talk about the balance transfers, your APRs, all the terms should be in there. And if you have trouble figuring those out, bring it to your financial pro and they'll help you understand it. Well, yeah. And we've covered a lot today, Matt. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we go today? World peace, Tony. I want to talk about world peace. World peas or world peace? Either one. You choose. <laughs> well, world peace would be nice, but Wouldn't it? yeah, um, it would. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we touched on some good stuff today. Um, that The debt discussion, it happens. The, this, like everything else, is not something you can't recover from. But for a lot of people without help, it might be something you suffer for way longer than you need to. If you're in one of these situations, rewind the show a little bit, go to those associations we talked about, talk to your financial services pro, look around for someone. If you have next to no money or no money that's still willing to take you on to help you out of this, there's a lot of good people out there that take those cases every, you know, once a month or a quarter or a year. There's somebody out there that might be able to help you, if not those counseling agencies, but make sure they're the good ones. Um, and just, you know, stay committed to the process. It's possible to get out from debt. Even, even what seems like crippling student loan debt is possible to get out of if you stay committed to the process. Um, if you want any help understanding any of this, if, if you're one of those people that thinks there's no way out of it, uh, you can give us a call, 800-339-9252. You can visit us online, compass-ltd.com. See what we can do to help you. Uh, and if, you, if you're not, if you don't want to give us a call, find someone that'll help you get out from underneath this debt. It, it, the sooner you're out of debt, the sooner you're able to invest in the, you know, the probability of what can go right in the future. Yeah, for sure. Well, great show today, Matt. Uh, I thought it was great. And another episode of the Financial Compass, 
in the bag, right? Sure is. Yet another one in the books, Tony. Yep, in the books. Well, thanks, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.